the best is yet to come. Today, I want to talk about how to keep your eyes on Jesus and not the storm, how to navigate through this season of division and confusion we find in our country right now, and how to remain optimistic and at peace during this time. I'm your host, Amanda Ensing, and you are tuning in to Liberty Before Lipstick. Welcome everyone to episode six. Today, I hope to fill you with encouragement and peace. I have my Bible sitting here right in front of me. There's a few things I'm going to read from scripture as well. But as soon as I turned on my phone to look at the time, it says three, three, three. The number three is such a beautiful number. It represents the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Just wanted to share that because it was such a cool moment. Anytime I look at my clock lately, I'm always seeing threes or ones. It's really odd. I'm not a superstitious person, but it's always something that I'm like, huh, weird timing that I happen to look at my phone right now. Since the beginning of my journey on social media, I've always had such a passion and a purpose to empower people. You know, life is hard. Seasons of life can be even more difficult. And especially where we find ourselves in our country right now, a lot of people are feeling discouraged, confused. We have such division in the United States of America right now. So I wanted to take today's episode, just speak from the heart, have a chit chat. I haven't written down any notes or anything like I do in my other episodes when I'm giving you facts and talking about current events, but I just want to encourage you. And I just want to talk a little bit about some things I've gone through in my life and leave you encouraged and hopeful about the future of this country. One of the reasons why I started this podcast was because we find ourselves in a sea of misinformation. We can't put our trust into the mainstream media and the news outlets. The fact checkers on social media are more like opinion checkers, and it seems like everywhere you go, everyone is so worried about being right, but people are using their opinions instead of truths, and I wanted to start this show just to have real-life talks to bring things to light and to hopefully enlighten people who might not know a lot of the things that I talk about. Over the last year and a half, I have done extensive research, I mean hundreds of hours of research, trying to get to the bottom of things that are happening in our country and trying to understand the bigger picture and understand really how we got here. I've come to the conclusion that the reason why politics and faith are so often discouraged is because the people at top don't want we the people knowing what's going on. If we are divided, if they can control the narrative, We don't really understand what's happening, right? We don't know what's happening in policy. We don't know where our tax dollars are going. And even when I started speaking up as someone who predominantly created beauty, fashion, and lifestyle content, it was always, well, why are you getting involved in politics? You're in beauty. But that's how we got here in the first place. The people not knowing what's happening in the country. And then you have the argument brought up of, oh, faith and politics don't line up. Separation of church and state. And our constitution protects the right of your faith or no faith and the right to bring that into the public squares or into discussion, into your voting and into the ways you want to shape and form policy. And as a Christian, 
asking me to put aside my faith when I'm voting or making policy decisions of who I want to be in office is asking me to deny my faith, asking me to deny a part of myself. And I think part of the reason why the mainstream is always trying to suppress religion and politics, suppress your faith, don't talk about it, don't mix it with politics, is because they know how much your faith, your religion, your beliefs, they know how much it affects how you form your policy. When you believe in something, whether you're a Christian, whether you believe in God, whether you have another religion, that shapes how you vote, it shapes how you think, and it shapes how you live your life. So you can't ask the people to deny their faith in order to make decisions in politics or to vote certain ways. Perhaps that's the reason why a lot of people who are strong in their faith stay out of politics, because the mainstream has always said, don't mix them together. And today we find ourselves in this time of more confusion than ever, it seems, more division for sure than ever in my lifetime. You know, we have this administration with absolutely no transparency, completely night and day from the last administration who you knew what Trump was thinking, you knew what was happening in our country, and now you see the media acting like this administration is perfect as we the people are waking up and seeing what's actually being done. If you're listening to this podcast right now, I encourage you to find your voice, use your voice, and to stand firm in your beliefs and in your values. And that's for everyone, no matter where you fall on the political spectrum, no matter you know where you stand with faith or no faith. You should never be canceled for your beliefs, as we see happening everywhere. It's very sad. You know, if everyone thought the same, we wouldn't be thinking. So I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this, to stand firm. And even if you lose friends, even if you lose, let's say, your job, in the end, it's worth it if you stood for who you are and what you believe in. You know, for me, being predominantly in beauty, when I started speaking out, I did start to get some heat because in my industry, if you don't align with the mainstream, then you're canceled. People don't want to hear from you. They think you're a bad person. We saw the narrative the media used for conservatives. All conservatives are evil, according to the mainstream. People that I literally sat down with, I broke bread with overnight were like, oh, she's a bad person when nothing had changed. People who stand for nothing will fall for anything. Think of it this way. Raphael told me this example yesterday, and it's so good. When you're playing a video game, you encounter enemies. That's how you know you're going the right way. And it's the same thing in life, in the spiritual war, in your day-to-day life. You know, when you're on the right path and you're in tune and you're walking with Jesus, you're going to encounter enemies. You're going to have trials, hard seasons, and hardships, but you have to stand firm. That's how you know you're going in the right direction. This season is hard for so many of us. And no, you're not alone. If you're going through a season of pain, of hardship, financial hard times, maybe it's friendships or relationships or work or whatever it is, you know, you're not feeling inspired, just know you're not alone, first of all. And second of all, remember God has already won. A friend reminded me of 1 Corinthians 15, 57 today, and I want to read it to you guys. It says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, God has already won the battle. And I had a really hard day yesterday, and that's why I decided to do this episode today. Yesterday was a day where I was just feeling so defeated. I was feeling so doubtful. I felt like the enemy was just in my head, you know, trying to make me feel like I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not strong enough. And all these things, you know, when it rains, it pours. All these things were happening. Everything was going wrong. And for the first time in a long time yesterday, 
I just felt completely empty and defeated. And when you're in that moment, your body, your spirit, you just feel empty and you want to refill your cup. So I was like, okay, well, I know I should go read my Bible. I should maybe go take a walk. But there were all these distractions happening yesterday. I couldn't get a break to step away. And so when I finally did, I just went to Raphael and I said, I think we should go for a drive. Like, let's take the dogs. I've just got to get out of the house for a little bit because working from home, you know, I'm usually always here. We went for a drive and we got some boba, some bubble tea, if you don't know what that is. And just having the fresh air on my face, just having a minute to kind of escape the craziness, I had to remind myself, Amanda, God has already won. And I know without God, I'm not enough. But when the enemy tries to come and tell you you're not enough with Jesus, like it was just all of these doubtful feelings being pushed into my head out of nowhere. And I knew it was an attack by the enemy, right? The more you walk towards God, the more you walk with Jesus, the more the enemy tries to attack you, the more he tries to bring you down. One thing to keep in mind is when these things come into your head and you know it's an attack from the enemy, remember, Satan is a liar. So in that lie, he actually tells you the truth. So when the enemy tells you you're not good enough, it's the opposite. Thank you. You just told me I am good enough through God. When they tell you you're not strong enough, thank you for letting me know that through Jesus, I am strong enough. Last week was Resurrection Sunday. And if you think of Jesus, you know, they tried to cancel Jesus in modern day terms. And when he was crucified, he died for all of us. He died for people who mocked him, who tortured him, who crucified him. He died for them. He died for you. He died for me. And on the third day, Jesus conquered death and he rose from the dead. But right before that moment, you know, I was just thinking last week, These people thought evil had won. You know, they thought Jesus was dead. They were probably in disbelief, in doubt, feeling like, how is this happening? And then Jesus did what he said he would. He rose. They opened the tomb and Jesus wasn't there. He had risen. When you look at the times we are now, you know, spiritually, we are in a huge battle of good versus evil. It's a time where bad things are called good. It's like the Bible says, it's sweet for bitter and bitter for sweet. You know, the Bible becomes more relevant every single day. And in my entire life, I've never found the Bible as relevant as I have in the last year. But the good news is, is that God has already won and he's never lost a battle. So no matter what we go through here on earth in our country and in this season, we have positional peace through Jesus. Often I wonder if part of this last year Christians was making us feel every single day more and more as if we don't belong here because earth is not our eternal home, right? Heaven is eternity. Heaven is our home. And I feel like every single day I yearn more and more just to be near God, just to go home. You know, we are told that Jesus will return. We don't know when he doesn't know when, but it's like every single day, the Bible becomes more relevant and things become more clear. Jesus is coming soon. And, you know, God doesn't work on our time. So people will say, oh, well, he's not coming back. It's been so long. Well, you know, it can be thousands of years or hundreds of years, but to God, maybe it's only been a day. So if I can encourage you to do anything in this season, it's to pray and to keep praying and to keep your eyes on Jesus, not the storm. And I always say that because even in the Bible, Jesus slept on the ship during the storm because he was showing us what faith brings you. It brings you peace. It gives you enough peace and calmness to be able to sleep during the storm. I want to talk to everyone in this moment who is going through a transitional season. 
Perhaps it's a job, a relationship, maybe you moved, a season of change in your life. I personally have been going through the season of change as I've become more vocal on my beliefs and things that are happening in our country. As Sephora tried to cancel me and defame me in the industry, it's been challenge after challenge after challenge. I keep reminding myself, you know, where God is taking me and where God is taking you is better than anywhere that you've been. And sometimes you have to die to your old self and, you know, leave that season behind because God is moving you to bigger and better things. He didn't say it would be easy. He didn't say it would be a short transition. He said, trust me. God said, trust me. And I think sometimes God takes things away from you and moves you into uncharted waters to see if you'll really trust him and trust him alone. You know, we're not supposed to put our faith in man. We're supposed to put our faith in God. But so often we look at the things we can physically see. You know, we look at people or we trust in people or we trust in a job and we put those things above God. And that's just a hard truth. We're all guilty of it at some point in our life. And when I started speaking up about things that were happening in our country, I prayed so much and I said, God, I will give up and risk anything and everything for you. If that means my career, even if that means my status in society, I will give it up for you. Being on social media, you open up your life to criticism from people you probably will never meet, to people who don't even use their real names. And, you know, I've been doing it a long time. It's not easy, but you kind of get to a point where sometimes you get a little numb. Not everyone's always able to handle it, and it can be very draining mentally. But I knew I was willing to just go all in for God. And I heard from God loud and clear what he wanted me to do, what he wanted me to say on my platform. Like I had never heard from God so clear in my life. But speaking up and speaking out was the most difficult thing I've ever done in my career of creating content on social media. You know, no one else in my industry was doing it. I knew I was going to have to stand alone and I knew I was going to have to walk alone. But I also knew that I would rather walk alone if it meant having God by my side than standing with the world and having people around me. I truly believe in my situation, personally. God was calling me out my bluff. Like, Amanda, you said you would give up anything for me, so will you really give it up? And I say that because, you know, the season that I'm in right now, I have completely walked away from an industry that didn't want me, didn't treat me well, judged me, condemned me, because they didn't vote the same way that I did. And like I've said before, I want to create a whole new beauty industry. The beauty industry needs change. It's very toxic and it's very, you believe what we believe or you're out. It's not inclusive at all. But I also know that it won't be easy. And I know the journey will be tough. I feel that in this country right now and in this time, we are about to see a new season, a new wave of creators, of brands, of voices, speaking up and speaking out. And we are about to see God raise his army of people to speak up that are wrapping themselves in God's armor and to speak for God's word and to speak for truth. It's always darkest before the dawn. And I feel right now in our country, we are right at that darkest part right before the morning. When you're feeling down, remember, if God is for you, who can be against you? Do not fear is written 365 times in the Bible. The most used phrase. One for every single day of the year. 
God wanted to make it clear, do not fear. Confusion is not from him. Distress is not from him. And if you feel distant from God, or if you've never prayed to God, or if you don't know if you believe in God, I'm going to challenge you today to just talk to God. Just talk to him. You know, when I pray, I don't have all the right words to say. I don't have fancy things to say. I don't always know what I'm going to say before I say it, but I just talk to him as if I'm talking to anyone else. You know, God is the person you can tell anything and everything to. And even if you don't say everything that you want to say, just know that God knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. He knows your desires. So even if you don't know what to say, just know that God knows your heart. He knows who you are and he knows you better than anyone else. If you're struggling in this season right now, I want to encourage you to enjoy the struggle. And let me explain. Bear with me. You can't grow through comfort zones. You can't grow through periods of absolute perfection, right? Whenever you grow, it's through the hardest seasons of your life. And I always look back at the hardest chapters, the hardest seasons. And in that moment, it seemed like, when am I going to see the light at the end of the tunnel? But when I look back at some of the hardest seasons, there was actually so much love and beauty that God had allowed to put into my life that I don't always realize until I'm out on the other side of that season. Every time I'm going through a hard season, no matter how difficult, how taxing, how stressful, I always try to remind myself like, Amanda, enjoy it. Try to enjoy it because in this season, God is trying to teach you something. He's trying to show you something. There is going to be so much growth come out of this. And every time I come out of a season, I'm like, I didn't know I was strong enough to do that. And that's the power of God because through Christ, you can do absolutely anything. You know, for man, it's impossible. For us as people, it's impossible. But for God, everything and anything is possible. And through Him, we are enough. Without Him, we're not. Without Him, I can't do anything. But through God, I'm able to do things I never thought I could do. And, you know, even in the last couple of months of my life, I felt this overwhelming peace, like this little bubble wrapped around me that I know is Jesus protecting me of just peace and conviction and purpose, more purpose and conviction than I've had in my entire life. And so yesterday when I had this moment of just feeling down and feeling like my cup was empty, I thought it would be a perfect thing to talk about today. And, you know, and perhaps that's why I went through that yesterday because God wants me to share my struggles and share things, you know, with social media, we so often just see the highlights of people's lives or things they want to project to the world of how perfect their life is, how good their life is. But social media is fake. It's just what it is. Social media is often so fake. And I think that's why a lot of people are seeing through that now because it's all a mirage. It's all smoke and mirrors, you know, it's just entertainment or it's just smoke and mirrors. It's just what it is sometimes. The last year has been the most historical of my lifetime in this country. It's been the hardest, most overwhelming, confusing year from COVID to the election to this new administration. It has been a roller coaster of emotions for everyone, no matter where you fall. And even though it feels like we're just in the dark of night right now and we can't see what's going on. Every day I wake up and I put one foot in front of the other, and that's what faith is. You can only see one step. You can't see the path. That's what faith is. Because if we knew how everything was going to turn out in our lives, if we just knew the future, there would be no reason for faith. Why have faith if we knew, right? 
So we don't know. So you keep walking and you put one foot in front of the other every single day and you keep moving forward. What God left for you, what God took out of your life is no longer for you. You have to leave that behind and you have to keep going forward. You know, often we put stress and unrealistic expectations on ourselves, or we compare ourselves to other people or compare ourselves to older versions of ourselves. but that's not going to help anything. That's not good for anyone. You have to keep looking forward. And I am a forever optimist. I wasn't always this way, but when I gave my life truly over to Jesus and I really started walking with the Lord. I've just been given the spirit of optimism. Like even in our country, I truly believe the best is yet to come. I truly believe that. And I believe that because God is always working. You know, even when we don't see it, even when it seems like nothing is happening, I think we are about to enter into the most historical moment and a biblical moment of our lives and potentially of history. I think that where God is going to take this country and not only the US, but the entire world, I think it is going to be a season of freedom, of peace, of truth. I've had the Lord say to me over and over and over again, I'm going to come at the last minute when everything seems impossible and I'm going to show that I am God. And I keep holding on to that because I'm not a person that hears from God often. But when I heard that last year after the election, it was clear as day to me that what God has planned is bigger than anything man has planned. And who are we to say that we're not living in the middle of a biblical story? You know, we read the Bible and it would be naive to think, oh, those are just stories of the past. No, those things also are very true today. And I believe God is about to move in massive ways. And when? I have no idea. You know, like I said, I think God is always moving and always working. And I stand firm in my convictions. And, you know, if I end up being wrong one day, I'll say that I'm wrong. But I know that God has huge plans for us. And I keep my eyes fixed on Jesus always. It's something you have to do every single day because the battle has already been won. And you have to remember that we weren't promised anything here. You know, we weren't promised to have an easy life or a good life. Whenever it seems like bad people are succeeding, when evil things are everywhere, just remember the devil allows some people to have the illusion of freedom and to not have any trouble in life because he doesn't want them to lean on God. Think about that for a moment. They are able to have what seems like a great life because if they had trials and tribulation, they would have to lean on Jesus. And the devil doesn't want that. He wants everyone to go with him and to forsake God. Also keep in mind that the closer you get to Jesus and the more that you're in tune with him, the harder your life is going to get. You know, I think a lot of people think that when you're a Christian, everything is going to be perfect. It's going to be great. you got God on your side. You absolutely have God on your side, but your life is not going to be perfect. If anything, it gets more difficult. But anytime that we struggle here on earth in the name of Jesus, we are to take joy in that. We're to be blessed knowing that we are suffering for the name of Jesus and that he will ultimately reward us in heaven. No matter what season you find yourself in, no matter how you're feeling today with your life, the state of our country, just know that the best is yet to come. Keep praying, keep looking forward, and God bless you and your families. Thanks for tuning in to episode six of Liberty Before Lipstick. 
make sure to subscribe and follow this podcast as well as give it a download. And please share it with a friend, share it with someone who would love to hear this message and would be encouraged by it. If you want to support my work, you can head over to makemakeupgreatagain.com and pick out some awesome gear. We have some brand new drops coming soon. You can also follow me on social media at Amanda Ensing. Instagram has recently shadow banned me, so you have to type in my full name to find me there. But give me a follow on YouTube and on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will catch you guys in my brand new episode next Tuesday.